everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday. It's September 30th. It's 2020. And we have eight baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I am all joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Uh, doing great. Obviously, the, the previous slate uh, did not work out the way I anticipated it. No big deal. It was a lot of stud pitchers. Um, Yankees teed off. It is what it is. Uh, I am very well, you know, going to be moving on here and uh, just excited to kick off another nice baseball slate. Can't say enough about how much I like this new playoff format. Yeah, I like it a lot, too. Um, did not have a good slate. I'm with you on Tuesday and just made a couple, like, there's like a 2v2 decision that I made that I wish I could have back that included like a Brayu. Um, I, I don't know why I didn't play him, to be honest. Like when E5 was out of the lineup and like I had to like start moving my first base spot around, should have just played a Brayu. And um, I want that one back. But hey, it happens. Um, you know, I played a lot of Maeda and Giolito, so that kind of worked out. And, um, you know, that that worked out. My hitters just didn't work out. And, like, that's playoff baseball. Like, and we talked about it a lot yesterday. Um, playoff baseball is really tough. Um, but it is usually super profitable for me. So, I'm excited to bounce back here. Um, the Rays were at doing Rays things. You know, Blake Snell was pitching really well. He yanked him. Um, you know, lefty came in and, uh, Yoshi got pinch hit for righty came in. Renfro got pinch hit for like the Rays are doing Rays things, but how can, (laughs) how can you even hate on them though? Like they won, um, they did what they needed to do. Um, Blake Snell pitched a lot better than I thought he was going to. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, he was mowing down, uh, Toronto and, um, you know, I, I may have to, uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how see how I handle this. But it didn't work out. Like I said, it was a gut call. Um, I did like the White Sox. They scored four runs. I, I wasn't on the right guys. And it is what it is. You know, I, I take my lumps and move on. I debated Engel. I was looking at his stats this morning. I debated and debated and debated. I was like, I can't play this guy. Home run, double. Like, yeah. <laughs> I got to love I, it. <laughs> So and I played Madrigal, which you know I could have easily played Angles, pretty much a, just an even swap on Fanduel for the most part. And I, um, I don't know, I just I, I I had a nice little nine one two going, and I thought you know yeah this is probably better. It wasn't better. It is what it is. <laughs> All right, let's let's get rolling here. We have a nice eight game slate. This is nice. This might be the last big baseball slate of the year. Um, we could potentially see eight again on Thursday, but it really depends on like if anybody closes out the series. Um, cause everybody that played on Tuesday plays again. Um, and then, you know, the NL starts as well. So they gave them an extra day of travel. So let's get started here. We got the Reds and the Braves, Trevor Bauer, Max Freed. Um, what do you think here on Bauer going up against your Atlanta Braves? Definitely, uh, you know, one one of the best pitchers on the slate. Uh, I, I like Bauer here. Um, and, you know, I usually don't do this. I'll talk about this later. But Bauer is definitely going to be at the top of my list. Uh, the K rate's there. E- everything looks good. Yeah, like, you know, you look at the season that he's had, and he's had one of the better seasons as far as pitchers go. 36% K rate, 13% swinging strike rate. You look up and down the Braves lineup, and it's a tough lineup to beat. But there are a lot more strikeouts in this lineup than years past. So there are there are there is a road to beating this team. And like this game's in Atlanta, it's not in Cincinnati. Um, so I, I do think that Bauer is a top arm on this slate. You know, we're gonna get through some of these pitchers on this slate, and you know, we have some pitch count concerns on you know some of these guys and. You know, a lot of question marks on some of these guys, and I don't think there's a question mark on Bauer. They're going to let him go as long as he can go, as long as he's pitching well. This is a guy that's thrown over 100 pitches in nine of his last 10 starts. Like, I'm not least concerned as far as, like, how deep is he going to go in this game. Um, I cannot say the same with Max Fried. Um, You know, he is a guy that is super talented, He's very good um, at generating soft contact and generating ground balls. 
he's not a big K guy, but he doesn't typically get blown up. And when you look at the Reds lineup, yes, Suarez and Castellanos worry you, but the rest of the lineup will not that strong against lefties. What are you doing here with Max Fried? I think I'm going to pass on him today. I don't – I've got, you know, some other guys that I have slightly more interest in that they're free that, that are going to have some of the K stuff. So, I think I'm going to lean on some other guys outside of free today. Yeah, like, I think on DraftKings, both these pitchers are in play, um, you know, especially looking at, like, pricing and everything like that. But on FanDuel, like FanDuel, Max Fried is so interesting on FanDuel. He's 7,900. Um, the win is in question against Bauer, but the Braves offense can blow up any pitcher, let's be honest. And when you're looking at guys in this range, like Freed really stands out uh, to me on this slate as someone that, you know, could put up a really good FanDuel day. So definitely considering him. Um, let's talk bats here. Anybody for Cincinnati? Um, listen, man, friends don't let friends play Joey, but I, I think Joey's in play today. No, don't do that. I, I think Joey, <laughs> I think Joey's in play. I, I'm not saying it's a home run by any stretch, but he's so, terrible against left-handed pitching. Well, don't do that. But I mean, it's, it's the playoffs. You know how this goes. Uh, I mean, and Atlanta's been 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 a, a pretty good hitters park. I mean, I, li- I like Mustakis as well. I, I I'm feeling these lefties here today. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to end up with a red stack somewhere somewhere around the corner. You, you'll get my take on this game real soon. It's coming. Up. <laughs> yeah, I I like Nick Castellanos and Suarez. Outside of that, I, I probably won't pick on Freed. I probably won't even play those guys to be honest. Um, I usually only play like one one team um, in the single entry stuff for playoffs baseball. Um, so Nick Castellanos at thirty one hundred on Fanduel. Um, I, I like the price over there on him. On DraftKings, he's forty three, but Suarez is thirty five. So like. More interest on FanDuel for Castellanos and then more interest on DraftKings for Suarez. Um, both these guys hit left-handed pitching a ton. Um, let's go to the Braves side of things here. You know, we kind of already talked about Bauer and how good he is, but, like, free money Freddie, buddy. Like, this dude is having a season. This guy had COVID before the year. Like, he has a 360 ISO. Like, what – like – does everybody going to go out and get COVID to hit like Freeman? Like all joking aside, like he's having a fantastic year. Let's be honest. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm stacking the Braves today. Well, Uh, duh, you're a Braves fan and it's the first round of the playoffs. Like, listen, I've learned my lesson whenever I just, and of course they're going to score one run today, but I don't care. I'm stacking the Braves (laughs) every single game that they're in the playoffs all the way to the world series. Uh, I'm stacking them. Not uh, and listen, Tre- Trevor Bauer definitely. I feel like is probably the best pitcher on the slate. I don't care though. I'm just I'm not gonna fade my own personal team any slate of these playoffs. There will at least be a stack of them somewhere. Uh, now, do I feel like they're going off? Absolutely not, people. I am not telling you to go out and stack the Braves like me. This is only me stacking because it's. Uh, my personal team of fandom. Uh, I think Bauer's going to be fine, but I'm still stacking the Braves. I hope it's like in like a four dollar or something. That way you don't cost oh, yeah, yourself yeah, yeah, a ton. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> stacking them in like the two twenty two single entry. You will not find me doing it there. But you know, four dollars, seven dollars, nine dollars, whatever. Something. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm just going to load them up, and they hit five home runs, then. You know, maybe I have a chance in the end. I will say Bauer has been tough to both sides of the plate. Um, high fly ball rate, high ISO to lefties, even though he has a 35% K rate. So if I'm playing anybody here, it's Freeman. Um, outside of that, I hate playing Markakis, but, like, Markakis is always someone that, like, seems to show up big in the playoffs and big in big games, and he's super cheap. So he's definitely in consideration today. 
Um, Astros and Twins, Jose Urquidy against um, Jose Barrios. I-, I watched this game. You know, Granke survived really like it looked like he was going to have a terrible outing um, in that first setting. And Kentai Maeda, you know, just struggled to locate his fastball later in the later in his start. And like, you know, Granky probably got pulled too early. Houston played the numbers and they won. So like Granky, I'm guessing is probably not mad that the team won, but you could tell he was sitting in the bleachers and he was pissed. Um, <laughs> Jose, your here, like, you know, if I'm not going to play Granky, I'm probably not going to play Jose Urquidy. Um, This is a dude with a less than 15% K rate. If he gets into any kind of trouble, um, I think they go to McCullers really fast here. Like, uh, and I even saw reports that like McCullers might score, might might start this game instead of Urquidy. Yeah, um, and look, we're kind of in a similar situation, in my opinion, as as yesterday, Stevie. Uh, he's been not as good against righties. The Woba's up. The ISO's up. I, I'm just going to look at these righties again. Um, so, yeah, I'm not playing Arcadi at all. The other side of this game, you know, we, we have Jose Barrios, and, like, he's such a ball of who knows what you're going to get. Um, listen, Maida, Maida should have pitched better than he – like, he got squeezed a couple times, and, like, he threw a couple really good pitches. But, like, this is just, like, one of those spots where he's boom bust, and I don't hate it, but I don't love – yeah, man. Um, I mean, look, he's been the K rate on the season, you know, mid 20s, um, walking a lot more lefties than righties. ISO's up against lefties. Babip is up against righties. I mean, he's, he's all over the place here. Um, I, I do think there's some upside with Barrios. But I don't feel like I have to have him on this slate. I, I think there's some other guys that I trust a lot more than Barrios against a fairly low strikeout team overall in Houston. As much as I like Barrios' upside in certain spots, I don't think this is the spot. Let's talk bats. Um, anything really standing out to you here for Houston? Well, uh, just don't fade Michael Brantley. Whatever you do, <laughs> the guy just keeps hitting. Uh, I think there's, you know – an opportunity for him to play really well again today, especially against, against Barrios, who I don't feel like is as good as Maeda. Um, so Brantley and Bregman are two guys that, that I really like in this spot. Yeah. Um, Brantley, like he had some really good at bats on Tuesday. Like it's what he does. Um, low strikeout guy, high walk guy, you know, re- really is not going to like go out and hit you two home runs but you don't necessarily need two home runs at his price. You just need like a really strong 10 to 15 point day. And like, he he's going to get you that um, not every day, but he's going to put the ball in play. So I, I really like him. I like the Bregman call Kyle Tucker. Uh, that guy had some really great at bats. He hit, he hit a ball off my head of the foul. That was really, really hard hit. Um, so if you're going Brantley Bregman and you want to make it a three man, I'd go Tucker over like Altuve. Altuve is not having a good year. He looks lost to the plate. He like Altuve's look lost to the plate all year. Um, so it's really shouldn't be a shock to anyone at this point. So I, I do like Tucker if you're gonna kind of roll a couple Houston bats here. Let's talk Minnesota. Um whether it's like McCullers, like McCullers is a guy that's semi-reverse splits, or whether it's your Kite. Both these guys kind of struggle to right-handed hitters. And, you know, your boy Buxton, like, he's hot. Um, he's still cheap. I like him. Yeah, Buxton is – listen, a guy struggling with righties, Buxton is going to be at the top of my list pretty much all playoffs until the price comes up. Uh, one of my favorite plays on the day yet again. Um, you know, your boy Boomstick, Nelly Cruz, <laughs> just fire him up. I mean, these guys should should be on base. I don't even – now, today is a day I will for sure be playing some Miguel Sano. A low strikeout pitcher against Miguel Sano smells like a home run to me. Uh, Buxton, Cruz, Sano, th- those are my guys if I, if I was going to do a three-man with the Twins today. All righty. 
let's um let's keep rolling here. Marlins and Cubs, Sandy Alcantara, Kyle Hendricks. Um Hey, listen, we um we did a podcast right before the end of the regular season, uh, the Friday, and like Sandy Alcantara, man, he pitched really, really well um against the Yankees. A little bit tougher it- match. Is it a tougher matchup though? Like Not I don't in my know. book. You know how yeah. I feel about the Cubs. Don't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> like you look at the Cubs lineup against like right-handed pitching this season, and like outside of like Hayward and Rizzo, you know, Schwarber has power, but he also has like a twenty-seven percent K rate. My thing with like Alcantara it was the same thing that like I kind of brought up when he was about to go against the Yankees. He's very good against righties, and he stinks against lefties. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, you know, he's going to see Happ. He's going to see Rizzo. He's going to see Hayward. I, I'm always afraid of Rizzo, uh, no matter what, just because, you know, I feel like he's the, one of the best hitters on this team. Uh, Hayward's going to keep the ball in play. Uh, you know, those are the two bats I'm worried about. I'm not as worried about everyone else, but maybe he faces one too many lefties. We know Happ switch. Uh, you know, he's going to see Kipnis at the bottom, Schwarber here. So for that reason, I wish I could play Kintara, Alcantara today. But I, th- I think he just sees one too many lefties to get the job done. Um, but the price is still fair. Well, the, uh, the other thing is, like, we're, we're having projected winds of blowing out at, like, 15 to 20 miles an hour in Wrigley here. So, um, you know, blowing out to right. So, like, he struggles with lefties. And now he's going to get, you know, wind blowing out to right. Like, I know you've been hating the Cubs, and I know they've been they've been doing you wrong, but here we go again. Yeah, um, one day I didn't play them. I opened up my MLB app, and they had already scored, like, seven runs. And, and, they, and they were pretty much all home runs, too. Just Horner, I, 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 I can't remember who all hit the home runs, but I, I know Schwarber hit one, and I said, you got to be kidding me. Every – Every bat, I was like, just forget it. I'm not playing the Cubs anymore. Uh, I might have to retract that if if the winds are blowing out. Yeah, I think the Cubs are going to be popular in this slate. Let's go to the other side, Kyle Hendricks. Um, You know, ground ball guy, low ISO guy, low average strikeout guy. Um, What are your thoughts when it comes to Hendricks going up against Miami here? Yeah, I mean, if the wind's blowing out, um, I'm probably just going to avoid both pitchers in this game. I think we've got other guys that are comparable to Kendricks, you know, like a Bassett, like a Ryu, last night, guys that we'll get to later. So uh, if the wind's blowing out, I'm just going to fade both pitchers. Um, bats here, as far as, like, the Marlins go. I don't typically, like, stack in the playoffs, but this might – if the wind is going to be this much of a difference maker, like, I'll have to check weather edge in the morning and stuff, but – if the wind is going to be this much of a difference maker, it's hard not to have interest in both sides of this plate. Yeah, man. Um, you know, Corey Dickerson owes me some money. Uh, he's a guy that I, I typically got right most of the year this season. I've, I've just been off on him. Uh, Corey Dickerson would definitely be a guy that uh, I would be considering. Um, I, I wouldn't mind Jesus Aguilar in this spot. Matt Joyce, you know, these guys are going to play. Now, Matt Joyce um, – Maybe he doesn't have pinch hit risk today, but he typically does. So uh, I'm not as thrilled about him, but Rojas as well. He's a guy I would play. Those, those would be the guys I'd be looking at. Dickerson, uh, Aguilar, Rojas, that that handful of guys. Yeah, like, you know, Joyce could potentially get pinch hit for, but, like, we know that he's a lefty that has a little bit of power. Dickerson has some power. So those are really the guys that I'm looking at here um listen the cubs they're cheap they're going up against a pitcher that's beatable and they have a plethora of lefties schwarber hap hayward rizzo i think hap is the top play on the slate he's 4k batting leadoff um you know and like alcantara struggles against lefties so like you know give me all the ian hap here yeah i get it man um I think all these lefties are in play. I mean, Kipnis, very cheap. Good God. Uh, Caratini, I like them all. Hayward, Rizzo, just play the lefties. Is Kipnis going to play, though? Like, you don't think he's he, going to play? I don't know. 
like what they'll end up doing. Um, well, they've, been, they've been pinch hitting him too, though. Yeah, but like a lefty comes in and Boat will probably, or like late in the game, Boat will probably get a pinch hit. I, I don't know. Um, well, I, I definitely think they're going to pinch hit him for sure. Like they've yeah. done it all year. Yeah. Super risk, super cheap. Um, well, I mean, if the wind's blowing out, we just need one big hard pop up. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if it's that much too, like if it's like 19 miles an hour, like what it's projected at right now, like that's a, that's a ton for the, uh, for Wrigley. So like this over under is going to be massive. Um, White Sox and athletics, Dallas Keuchel, Chris Bassett's um, Chicago, man. Good game on um, Tuesday. What are your thoughts when it comes to Dallas Keuchel here? Uh I don't think I have much Keiko. The crazy thing about it is Keiko's really – he's not really gotten blown up any this year. I mean, you look at the starts, I don't see anything where he's given up more than three runs recently. I mean, he's just not going to get blown up. That's who he's been his whole career. I'm not expecting Oakland to come out and score 10 runs, but I'm also also not expecting Keiko to go out and score 25 fantasy points. So, um, I, I don't think I'll have much Keiko on this slate, if any. Yeah, I'm not going to play Keuchel here. Um, no real upside. Doesn't throw hard enough to kind of beat Oakland. Like, Lucas Giolito throws hard. We talked about it yesterday. Um, going to the other side of this game, we have Chris Bassett. And he's been pitching really well, Will. And I know you're like a recent trends guy. Um, oh, like, yeah. my only concern is, like, the hard hit rate in the ISO to lefties. But, like, he has decent stuff. And, um, you know, he – could potentially be a little contrarian here. Yeah, I, and honestly, I like him just because he's going to face a mostly right-handed lineup, and that that's really the main thing. Now, if he was going to have four lefties, uh, I, I'd probably uh, avoid it. I, I think maybe he sees three. I think, I think you know, what I'm looking at, probably Moncada, Grandal, Mazzara. I don't, I don't think he sees anybody outside of that. I think that's correct. I can stomach that uh, on this slate because, you know, they're not going to play uh, Sanchez or, or any of those other guys. So, Lurie Garcia was hurt. So, I, I I like Chris Bassett. I think he's got enough righties. I think that gives him the upside. I think he can get the 20 fantasy points on this slate. Yeah. Um, he's in play. He really is. Um, yeah. We're talking about recent trends. Last four weeks, man, he's got a 30% K rate to righties. Last four weeks. I mean, that's that's incredible. Um, let's talk bats here. Anything standing out to you for the White Sox? Um, I mean, you know, maybe you catch one of these lefties, like, you know, Moncada or Grandal. I think those would be the guys I would look at as one-offs. I'm, I'm, not, I'm definitely not stacking the White Sox today. Uh, they're going to be just one-offs. And like I said, Grand, Grandal or Moncada. Outside of that, I'm I don't I'm not playing too many White Sox. Fair enough. Um, yeah, Grindall, if you want to pay up a catcher, I think is fine. Um, outside of that, man, it's it's really tough. Moncada, Grindall would be like the two two favorites for me. Um, yeah, they just don't have a ton of left-handed power. A lot of their power is right-handed. Um, so. The other side, the Oakland side, like I, I think that Keuchel is a guy that you could take a couple bats against. I don't think you fully stack against Keuchel, but like Marcus Simeon I think is in play. I think Corey Seager and Fernando Tatis are like the chalk shortstops that everybody's going to want to try to play. Uh, so if you want to get off of those guys, and Chad Pender is probably my favorite value play on the slate. He's 2,200. Oh, yeah. Like – if you first, if you're just not listening to the podcast for the first time ever, welcome. But um, if you're not, you know how much I like Chad Pender against lefties. It's not a secret now, and you know he should be in the lineup. Like you know, with you know Chapman being out, like they should find a place here for Pender. Like he had to start against a righty yesterday, so I'm guessing he'll be in there today. Yeah, and I like Pender here. I mean, like you said, for the price, probably's got more upside than anybody. It- I mean, for that cheap, it's unreal. So he was definitely a guy I had circled. I always like to take Piscotti as well, just because, you know, guy typically hits fairly well uh, throughout the season against lefty. So he's another guy at the bottom or closer to the bottom of the order that I would suspect would not have as much ownership. Uh, Definitely would play him as well. 
Uh, moving on, we got the Blue Jays and the Rays. Ryu against Glass now. Um, I, I think it's going to be two and done for this team. Um, Toronto, I think Tampa's going to win this one in two. Do you have any interest here in Ryu? Uh, slight. Um, I think, you know, he's pitched fairly well as the season has progressed. You know, at the beginning of the year, you know, he, he was struggling a, a, a touch. But, you know, as the season has progressed, he's been okay. Um, you know, you look at everything on the season, 21% K rate to lefties, 27% to righties. Um, you know, everything looks pretty good. Uh, I don't hate it. You know, he's a guy I would consider on this slate. And I definitely think he's going to go lower on than some of these other guys. So uh, he's a guy I would consider for sure. Yeah, I think he's in play. I, I do think, like, he is very good against lefties, and they roll out that left-handed lineup. I, I think that, like, like if Nate Lau and Brendan Lau is in there, um, it definitely gives him a bump. Like, you're just going to have to kind of look and see what this lineup looks like because they can they can go right-handed heavy and then pinch it for everybody. So um, you're going to have to pay attention to this one. On the other side, we got Glass now. Um you know, comes in, he's having a great season, man. This dude has a 38% K rate on the season, one of the highest strikeout rates on the slate. Um, Toronto's hit or miss. They have a bunch of strikeouts, and they also have a bunch of guys that don't strike out. But the one thing that's pretty consistent with these young guys is they don't really walk. So you're either going to get balls in play or strikeouts, and, hey, I'm, I'm good with taking risk on that. And this game's in Tampa, like pitcher's ballpark. Like, so I think Glass now is, at, you know, a guy that's at the top of the list today. Yeah, definitely in play. I can't even – I can't talk enough in this regard about how Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay just fleeced Pittsburgh, getting glass now and sending Chris Archer to Pittsburgh. My goodness, what what a trade uh, for this organization. Can't can't talk about that enough. Um, and, and got medals out of the deal as well. I I, I mean, this that, that one trade – I feel like it set this team up for tremendous success long-term. With that being said, once again, Tyler Glass now, I'm with you. Uh, definitely one of the, uh, one of the top plays on, on the slate today. I uh, feel like he's, he's got the stuff to mow this team down. With that being said, you know, Toronto's going to go out and score 10 runs. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, Just kidding, people. Just Glass now, like, t- t- listen, Tampa, Glass now is not giving up 10 runs. Like, Glass now, if he gives up a few runs here, like, Tampa has one of the best bullpens in baseball. You want to see yeah. one of the fastest yanks ever? Um, <laughs> like, let Glass now start pitching bad. Like, he he won't last yeah. very long. So I'm just kidding, yeah. folks. Glass now is a great play. I'm going to be playing some Glass now, guaranteed. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk bats. Anything on the Toronto side here? Uh, I, I don't mind Biggio. Uh, I'm not going to have too many Toronto bats today, though. I, I think overall I'm probably going to pass on these guys. Yeah, I don't love them today either. Uh, I'm kind of with you on this one. Like, uh, again, like I, I think Glass now, the more I look at it, it's probably my SP1 today. Um, like, I think this is a great spot, great ballpark, great strikeout stuff. Um you always worry about like how deep he's going to go because it is Kevin Cash and like he's a guy that has shown many times before if he gets five, six, seven innings, if he gets six innings, he could put up 25 plus. And I, I think at 8,400 and on FanDuel at 10-4, um, it, it's worth the price of a mission here because he has that bullpen behind him. So if they have a lead and I like some of these Tampa bats, so if they have a lead, um, you know, it's good. Let's talk bats against Ryu. Uh, what's standing out here for you for Tampa? Uh, I mean, kind, kind of the same guys, you know, Arrows Arena, he just keeps hitting. Uh, he does. He hasn't slowed down yet. I don't think he's going to slow down today, so I think he's a guy. Um, outside of that, though, man, you know, unless you're playing guys that are probably going to stick like Brandon Lowe or something, I, I, can't, I can't touch a lot of these guys. I don't mind Zanino because, you know, I don't, I don't suppose he'll get pinch hit for, but overall – this team is a pinch hit specialty, just like the <laughs> bullpen. I and I, and I think that's going to be a trend that continues in the playoffs. I, I can't play too many too many Rays. No, you can't. Like you really can't. Like um, I think you can. You can take a shot on like Mike Brasso. Um, he is a guy that matches lefties, but you're probably only going to get two or two at bats, maybe three. Um, 
And maybe more. Arizona's gotten pitch hit before too. Right. As good as he's been hitting, it's crazy. So like, Brasu could see a good majority here. You know, with Wendell being lefty lefty. So who knows? Um, I I think like a guy like Hunter Renfro probably is the DH here, and like as soon as a righty comes in, they're bringing in like Choi or one of these other like lefties. So like. You you you're you're taking the risk of only getting two at bats um, on any of these like like outside of like Brandon Lau, I feel like he's your safest bet. <laughs> he's he like is. the only guy, and like he's the only guy I trust. <laughs> I, I'll say like I'll I'll say like Mike Zanino too. Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And Zanino, those are only two. yeah, those are like the only two that might not get pinch hit for. They don't like pinch hitting Kiermaier because they like his defense, but. Yeah, the oh, risk is there. For the risk is there for everybody. <laughs> You're wearing a Rays uniform. You might not. You might not see past the seventh inning. There you go. Uh, moving on, we got the Cardinals and the Padres. Kim against Paddock. Um, man, like, let's talk Kim first. Do you have any interest in him here? Oh man, no. That's, I'm, I'm not playing Kim against the Padres, too many other pitchers that I can play. This guy's a lefty. You look up and down this lineup, they've got guys that can destroy lefties. I'm not playing Kim. I think the Padres are the best pivot off of Wrigley. I think they're the best pivot off of Wrigley. And it's weird for me to say that because I like the Dodgers a lot. Um, But, like, the Dodgers might – but they might have to still face that Brewers bullpen. And, like, the Cardinals bullpen doesn't worry me as much as that Brewers bullpen. But this this guy right here, Kim, has a 7% swing and strike rate on the season and a 12% K rate against righties. Um, the Padres are loaded, and we'll talk about these bats here in a second. Um, do you have any interest in Chris Paddock on the other side here? Oh, man. I honestly thought Paddock was going to have a much better season overall. Um, just it, it just hasn't come together for him like I anticipated. But once again, he's still going to be fairly good against righties. This team has a lot more lefties than they used to. Uh, this team isn't as right-handed heavy. But you got Wong, you got Edmund, you got Brad Miller there, Carpenter, Fowler, Carlson. Um, I think there's one other guy I'm forgetting. But at any rate, I um, – I want to play Paddock, but I don't think I can do it. I don't. I don't think it's worth the risk. Yeah, like his strikeout rate dips so much against lefties. So if they do roll out the Wong, Edmund, Miller, Carpenter, Fowler, Carson, like six lefty lineup, They're like probably going to have those guys. Though I, I would imagine. Yeah, and like I just don't know if I can do it. I don't. I think like he's going to be pitching with a lead, and I always like pitchers that are going to be pitching with a lead. But it's not like he was dominant down the stretch. He had one good start in his last um, four starts, and it was against Seattle. That doesn't count. Like, yeah, let's be honest. Like, and like he threw a gem in, in cores, um, you know. But like at, overall, if you look at his last ten starts, he's only gone over twenty DK points twice, and like the numbers kind of back up. He's gotten a little unlucky. I've looked into him a bunch this season. He's gotten a little unlucky. Like, his XFIP and Sierra are, are a point lower than his, you know, ERA, and he's gotten, you know, high Babbitt. But I'm not in for – I'm not in this business for getting lucky in the playoffs, Will. I, I'm looking for – I'm looking for high K guys. I'm looking for Glass now. I'm looking for um, Bauer. Like, I, I want high K guys. I want guys that are going to go out, and even if they give up a couple runs, pick me up eight strikeouts. Um, so – I'm off paddock here. Let's talk bats. Um, anything on the St. Louis side that you'd take a shot here against paddock? I do like Edmund and Brad Miller. Like, those are two guys I, I really like in this spot. Um, you know, Carpenter's, in, in terms of career, has been good against righties. But as of right now, if I'm, you know, if I'm only taking a handful, Edmund Miller, that, that's who I'm taking from the Cardinals. Fair enough. Um I don't hate Miller. Uh, I've played him a lot this season. He's a guy that uh, I definitely have some interest in, but I really don't see myself using the Cardinals here. You know, I, I don't love 
Paddock, but I don't love the Cardinals. Like, it'd be Miller or Carpenter, and it's not like Matt Carpenter's been good. It's just I, I know the upside that he presents, and I, I'm, I'm a sucker for playing him, let's be honest. Um, the Padres, I've already kind of said it, Will. Uh, I think the Padres are the best pivot off of Wrigley. Um, I do think the Dodgers are in a great spot too, but like the Brewers bullpen is way better than the Cardinals bullpen. But like we got Fernando Tatis, we got Machado, we got Will Myers, we got Austin Nola, we have Fam. Um, like good luck here, Kim. You know, you can't strike people out and you're facing like four or five guys with hard hit rates over 50% against left-hand pitching. Yeah, man. And Profar's been good as well. And he's just he just happens to be at the bottom of the lineup. Uh, I like this team. I'm with you. You got to pay for him. You know, Tatis, Machado, even Will Myers is priced up a touch. Uh, you know, these guys are going to be up there. But I, I definitely think it's worth it, um, you know, especially if you can find your value pitcher um to, to put together for, for for this team so i'm with you man i like the padres definitely think they go lower on because of the prices of some of their better bats at the top like tatis and machado i hope they do I, I really do i hope they do um i hope they go overlooked i i highly doubt they will um i mean but if this wind is blowing out at wrigley with the prices on these cubs i think it's going to zap the ownership i i do i hope so uh, you know, I, I, we always hope that that's the case. Um, we don't, it don't, it doesn't always work out that way, but we always want that to be the case. So, um, I, I like the Padres a lot here and I'm going to be playing them quite a bit. Moving on. We got the Yankees and the Indians, Mashiro Tanaka against Carlos Carrasco. Um, the Yankees decided that they were going to remind everybody their upside. You know, it's 11 to two in the seventh inning as we're recording right now. Um, oh, it's all, and, Brett, and Gardner hit a home run by the way. Yeah. And I think you called that yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, possibly. I don't think, I don't I know, know. I know you talked about Gardner, but I can't remember. No, I think I you think talked I, about a more, more yeah. strikeouts than some of the other guys. Never mind. My yeah. Man. Yeah. Anyway, he hit, he, he sent one out, out, out of the park. Jeez. Yeah. Well, here we go again. Um, you know, this time it, it's um, a little bit different pitching. What's your thoughts here on Tanaka? Um, I can't play Tanaka. You know, Tanaka's a guy I like to play typically because of the price. I'm not playing Tanaka today. Not, not against the Indians after they just got pummeled. I, I think the Indians have a strong, a much stronger showing today. And it not, it's not like they've been great all season, uh, but I, I definitely think this is a game they can win. I'm not playing Tanaka. Is this like, um, is this like, hey, Yankees, um, you know, it looks tough on paper that you're facing the Indians, but really the Indians are not that great this season and their pitchers have kept them in it. Um, so <laughs> congratulations on getting into the next round. Like, I don't know. That's kind of how I look at it. I'm a Red Sox fan, so I always want to hate on the Yankees somehow. But um, my my biggest issue here is, you know, we talk about Tanaka and we talk about his slider a lot. Like, this team actually hits sliders well. Um, you know, Lindor, Cesar Hernandez, Jose Ramirez, Framil Reyes, Nyquen, and enough of these guys hit sliders well that I don't think Tanaka dominates here. And the Yankees have the good bullpen and, you know. Oh, he'll, he'll be out at five in this one for sure. No more than five, I don't think, for Tanaka. Not right. And, and, like, Cole's still pitching. Like, it's the seventh inning. Cole's still out there. He's at 97 pitches. They're going to have a fresh bullpen here. Like, yeah. it, you know, so I just worry about that. And then, like, it, listen, I liked Bieber, and I think Carrasco's a good pitcher. But if this team can tag Bieber, I'm not playing Carrasco. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, I, I, get ready for a Carrasco gym. Uh-huh. Because Probably, we all, we all know this, but I mean, Carrasco's okay on this slate. I don't, um, you know, definitely probably going to be one of the tougher matchups, but I mean, on the season, he's still been okay. He's got 30% K rate to righties, 28% to lefties. I, I think it's fine. Um, I, I think he's going to have much lower ownership than he should on this slate because of the, because of the Yankees performance today. But if you look at it in terms of K rates, it's really just him glass now and uh and bauer because we i don't think walker bueller makes it past five innings so 
I, I think Carrasco's like the best tournament play on the slate for pitching because I think people are going to go with the fade because of uh, the Bieber meltdown. I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I hope it works out because uh, I don't <laughs> – like – I think the Yankees could go out and put a bunch of runs up again. I'm not saying that. Um, it, it's just more of like, eh? Like, that, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I don't like them more than the Cubs, and I don't like them more than the Padres, and I probably don't like them more than the Dodgers. So, and, and it's more of just a price thing. Like, Judge is 56, LeMahieu's 53, Voight's 53, Stanton's 48, Ursula's 47. So, like... If I'm wanting to play the Yankees, like who am I playing at pitching? Like or who? What's what cheap bats? Like I have to play Pender and another punt. Like you know, I'm I'm playing like Alcantara and Bassett instead of going up and playing these top end guys. Yeah, I mean, look, man. I... They put up eleven runs, and I, I I respect that, and I get it. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it's it's really tough to play them. That's all. I'm not playing the Yankees on this slate. I I can tell you that. I'm I'm probably I, I feel like I'm I'm about to load up on Carrasco here. I think that's probably going to be my strategy, and I hope it works. Um, any interest in the Indians bats here? Yeah, I, like I said, I, I I like the Indians today. Uh, I I do like some Jose Ramirez Hernandez Sanchez. Just kidding. I got it right today. Uh, I I do like Jose Ramirez. You're gonna have to pay for him. I think he's he's one third baseman that I'll probably spend up for. Uh, you know, we'll be able to get Cesar Hernandez, um, not too expensive. Um, you know, and then Lindor's kind of right there, knocking on that five K range as well. So, uh, but but I do think I want to get some Indians exposure. I really like them a lot today. Yeah, I don't hate the idea of it. Um, like I said, it's not like his most dominant pitch is his slider, and this team actually hits sliders well. So I think that if you want to play um, some of these Indians bats, I don't think it's the craziest thing today. Um, we finished it out with the Brewers and the Dodgers. Brett Salter, which in, in keywords is telling us that this is going to be a bullpen game. Um, I also read something that Limbum might start um but listen it's going to be a brewers bullpen game don't play a brewers pitcher it's going to be a brewers bullpen game um and, and then walker bueller like this is one of the worst offenses in baseball this season and i'm not like a huge bueller guy this year because of like they really haven't let him go but if they let him go like 95 pitches in this spot and he's pitching well he he could easily be the highest scoring pitcher on the slate. Yeah, man, I get it. I don't trust it at all. I don't trust it at all. <laughs> oh, not I, for I, a I second. Get it? Yeah, I. I can't do it, man. I mean, we know Trevor Bauer's pretty much guaranteed 100 to 115 pitches, probably. Um, you know, probably. You know, Glass now I would say is probably guaranteed 105 if he's pitching well and doesn't get in a, a too terrible of a jam. And then we've got Carrasco, who's probably also guaranteed anywhere in that 100 to 107 range. And I feel like Walker Bueller is probably guaranteed 90 at the max. And, and I mean, that might be pushing it. I can't play Bueller on this slate. I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like I get, I get everything that you say that you just said, like I, I understand and I agree but I also see a matchup with the Brewers and I've been picking on this team all year. And it's not like, it's not like they've gotten any better. Um, so I think he's in play. I don't like him more than I like Bauer and glass now, but I could see myself like if Bauer is going to be super popular and Bueller is going to be low owned, I could see myself using, Bueller over Bauer and just making my lineup just different enough because I do think they have similar upside here. And I also get your side. I just, gosh, man, I, I just feel like it's like four to five innings. 
I mean, look, if he goes five innings, he should probably have eight strikeouts. Well, they've been locked in for how long now? So, like, it's really hard to, like, gauge, like, his last few starts because, like, he got hurt in the Arizona game or he had a blister in the Arizona game. Um, And then, like, he came back from the blister and it's like, all right, you you know, like, you don't need him to go out there and hurt himself again. Um, And and he pitched well. So, like – I, I think it's, like, more like 90 to 95 pitches here. But, like, we're guessing. Unless we get actually, like, some news, like, we're guessing. And then guessing with the Dodgers is always fun. <laughs> Absolutely. And by that, I mean it's never fun. Um, it's, the, it's the worst thing to try to figure out each and every day um, when you're playing this. So, um, uh, bats. I, I was like, where are we at? Bats. Uh, anybody on the Brewers? Anybody? Dare you want any of these guys? Uh, I, I don't think so. Um, I mean, look, we, we say it all the time. I will say this. Daniel Vogelbach is cheap. You know, maybe if you need some salaries, I, I'm, I'm sure you, we probably don't want to play him because we want to play some other guys in his spot. But Vogelbach's cheap. You know, you put him together with Pender, and now, man, we, we've got some good, good salary relief to get us where we need to go. And then, of course, you know, Christian Yelich, she's just going to be in play. Really not that expensive either, so I, I don't hate Yelich. Um, I probably won't play any of these guys for what it's worth. <laughs> like, I just I – don't, I don't see myself using these guys at all. But um, I, I get I get what you're saying. And, like, we might have, like, a, like a little small, like, late slate or something like that, and maybe that's where I would play these guys, if anything. Um, but – yeah, I just – I don't know, man. I, I feel like my player pool is what it is today, and I like where it's at, and I, I feel like that's what I'm going to do. So, um, let's talk to Dodgers bats here. Like, obviously, like, Seager, um, Muncy, like, these guys are top-end bats um, against lefties and righties. It doesn't really matter. So, it's just, Will, the bullpen – like when you get into that fifth, seventh, eighth, ninth inning, and if it's a close game, it's your bats. Easy, yeah, like your bats are just so limited sometimes against this team. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I need the Dodgers to win a tournament. Notice I'm saying feel. Um, you know, Mookie Betts is always in play. Man, is he expensive? Um, I, I think I can get better value in other spots. So I, the Dodgers may be a fade for me just because I, I like other bats that I feel like are going to have a little bit more upside. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm feeling too. Like, I'll be honest. The more I, the more we get going and the more we go through this slate, the more I want the most exposure to the Cubs and the Padres as possible. Like that's, that's just where I'm at. So that's why I was kind of getting at like, if Bueller is going to be lower than Bauer, that's why, where I might try to make my, my, my stack or my, my lineup different. That's all. So, yeah. And I'm going to do it with Carrasco. So who knows Carrasco and Bueller could win the slate for us. You never know. You don't. It's playoff baseball, man. Anything can happen. Not only can anything happen at any point in baseball, but playoff baseball is fun and it's crazy and you never, ever really know what you're going to get. Like, we we looked at yesterday's slate and I, I would have been like, I think Tampa scores a ton of runs here and they just never really, never really took off. So, like, anything, anything is – Anything is possible in playoff baseball. It's, it's what makes it so fun. And I did mean to say this. I forgot, guys. Please forgive me here. On FanDuel, I do think with Chris Bassett facing so many rights, I do think at 8,700, he's a fantastic player if you decide you want to kind of get some elite elite bats like the Padres. I, I really like the price on him on FanDuel at 8,700. There you go. Um, let's play the morning grind game and um, get out of here. Give me a guy under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. <laughs> I feel like I already know your answer. Well, probably going to be Chris Bassett. I was going to say. 
There you have it, folks. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Kendricks, and I don't think he gets there, but I think he's the best played outside of nah, yeah. Yeah. Bassett down there. Um, give me a guy over 8K to bust. Um, who's not getting there over 8K today? Probably got to be Paddock. Yeah. My only concern with, like, 15 for him is, like, I do think the Padres score a bunch of runs. So, um. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I get that, too. But, like, it's still a possibility. I'm going to go with uh, Ryu. I, I think the Rays get to him, and I don't think they give him a long leash either. So, uh, give me a guy over 4K to hit a home run. I'm going Nelson Cruz, man. I, I like him a lot. I, and I know you guys are probably shocked I didn't go with my hometown team, but going with the boomstick, Nelly Cruz. I'm going with Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, and I hope he hits two. Give me a guy under 4K to get two hits, Will. Well, this this is one I wrote down. I uh, wanted to make sure I got it. Give me Byron Buxton. I'm staying in that, in that Twins game. Byron Buxton yet again. Um, I'm going to go off the board. I'm going to say Chad Pender gets two hits. Well, give me a stack to score six or more runs. I hate to even say this. Nope, and I'm not going to say it. I'm going with the Braves. Even though they're facing Bauer, this could be a spot where Bauer gets his and the Braves still light them up in the last three, four innings. Uh, I'm going with the Atlanta Braves. Look, chop, chop on, guys. Chop on. <laughs> oh, listen, the Red Sox are not in the playoffs. So I can't even. I can't even say anything. Um, so don't don't listen to me. Um, listen, I have said it many, many times today, and I'm going to keep reminding you guys one more time. Give me the San Diego Padres as a pivot off of Wrigley. Still really like Wrigley, but give me the Padres. Um, that's going to wrap it up. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negative, man. Enjoy the ride. It's going to be a fun playoffs. Who wins game one of the NBA finals? Um, Put you on the spot. That's what I do. Game one. Game one. I'm actually, I'm actually going to go with the Miami Heat. Game one. The the Lakers have in 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 a few of these series come out a little bit flat in game one. I'm going with Miami. Asking me about the series though, I'm going with the Lakers. All right, there we go. I'm going to go um, Lakers sweep the Heat four four zero done. Woo! That's a bold call there. I like it. That's getting saucy. I don't know. I just I, – I haven't watched a lot of basketball, so don't listen to me. So, um, <laughs> that's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. Uh, we'll be back. We have the football podcast tomorrow with Grant and I, and then we also have the MLB podcast tomorrow as well. So, um, plenty of stuff going on here for the morning grind this week. And um, – Hope you guys crush it. Good luck in your contests, and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow.